You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Food feature. 14 minutes after 1 o'clock, it is time to eat. Just kidding, we ate already. It is our food feature, and you can give us a call 011-883-0702-072-702-1702 for the WhatsApp line, or find us on Twitter at RelebuchileM at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons. And yes, I know that I make you guys hungry every Friday, but that's why you tune in so you can hear what it mu- it, it is that you must go and eat. So I'm so excited. In studio we are joined by the owner of Adega Victor Grassa as well as chef David Mufadi. Now Victor welcome to the show David welcome to the show thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you much. so much and it's a pleasure being on your show. Thank you for the invite. So Victor you you decided to to do something crazy <laughs> and I, I I say this with no respect whatsoever <laughs> because you know for for all the people that i know that are in the food um space things were really really tough over the past two and a half three years you know i i spoke to a couple of uh, franchise owners where i would frequent and they would end up giving up because it was so so difficult but you did something crazy which was to say i don't want to just buy one i'm gonna buy the whole thing <laughs> How did that come about? <laughs> well, you know, um, I've always wanted to be, uh, you know, for all my sins, I've always wanted to, to own a restaurant. Yes. Uh, for as long as I can remember. And my brother, who's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, it's kind of a family business, uh, we, we decided uh, there was an opportunity. And through COVID, uh, many of these wonderful brands, restaurants started folding mm. and Adega was already in, in, in massive trouble even before uh, COVID started and it had become irrelevant. So I mm. thought, well, you know, here's, we all thought this is a great opportunity. It's a brand with tremendous heritage. Mm. It's been around South Africa for over 20 years, yes. but it had lost relevance. Mm. And uh, we decided, well, you know, let's 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 reboot it. Mm. It's got all the makings of a great brand. Uh, it just needs relevance, and it needs and it needs to evolve into what re- 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 restaurants have actually transformed into. Now Which is what exactly? Well, you know, it's no longer just a place to go and eat food at. Uh, it's a place where you want to go for an experience, mm. and that's where things have changed so much it's, it's a lot of events are now being held at restaurants mm. baby showers um all all of that is coming into the fold and people through covid were forced to learn how to cook at home yes <laughs> and they actually became pretty good at it yeah so if you're going to be a restaurant now these days you you've got to raise the bar now yeah and so you've not only got to offer them great food but you've got to offer them a great experience. You've got to offer them what I call those Instagrammable moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what better way to do that than take a, a, a restaurant brand that at the core was all about sharing and family. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of unbuilt that. Uh, we've kind of un- unpacked that. And uh, we've done a, a, a new uh, corporate identity, a new visual identity. And I'm happy to say that the new look at Dega is really something quite 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 beautiful to see it's it really is a beautiful space how do you you know make changes within reason 
especially people already know it's like, okay, it's the home of the Portuguese food. They have already certain expectations in their mind, not just based off of the, the type of cuisine you serve, but off of the adega that they know. How do you make certain changes without alienating the, the original heart of, of the brand, the business and the food? So I think, you know, one needs to look at what worked uh, and what didn't work. Yes. And I think what we did is we took what work, what, what, what really worked really well, and we built on that. Mm. Because if you think about it as well, 20 years is a long time. Even 10 years is a long time. Five years is a long time yes. today. So uh, uh, palettes change. They evolve. Uh, uh, your, your, your loyal consumer uh, ages, um, and a new group of consumers then come in with a higher disposable income yes. that are now out eating at restaurants so that palette may have evolved so you've got to actually keep in line with regards to new product development and match what the customer actually wants so what we've done is is we've created almost like an adega lounge that's something new that we've created and that i was literally just <laughs> reading about the same thing because you know i i love what you were saying about you, yes, you've got this generation that is probably attached to certain things, but you've got a new de generation Great. who are a lot harder to please because they move on like that. And the fact right. that you're now talking about the lounge and I, I can't wait to hear about all the different things that you've got going on. Thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so the lounge was kind of a way into, you know, cocktails has become really big. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, and, and that's kind of where we need to, it's not just about cocktails. It's about how, let's do cocktails really well. Mm. Because, it, you know, a lot of the times you go to a restaurant and their menus are massive because they do so much. But then they forget about what do, the, what do you do really well? And that's what we focused on. Think about what we do really well and yes. how can we actually build on that? And then the lounge is there to create you know, the, also nightclubs have evolved. You know, there's no, there are no more nightclubs, but people now want smaller spaces where they can actually then connect and be themselves and drink some cool, uh, some champagne or, or cocktail, listen to some music, listen to yes. some DJs. And that's kind of what the lounge is all about. So it creates that pool strategy and then you go into the main restaurant and that's your push strategy where people are then the new customer is introduced to a dega food but i have a complaint a formal complaint <laughs> because i'm seeing these delicious signature cocktails that abel did you taste i didn't taste it <laughs> Jono, did you taste okay oh, none of us tasted this cocktail but what we did taste is the fantastic chicken uh, the team had um, prawns and calamari, and it was just the veg for me. I'm so in love with the spinach. So, uh, Chef so David, uh, bra, uh, talk to us about the food, because I, I always wonder if, as a chef, you feel restricted working in a restaurant where you're now preparing something the same all the time. So you've gone through a process of a rebranding, reworking certain things. How do you keep it exciting for yourself? Well, I'm lucky to be in an environment where we are allowed to express and to, to, um, to, to have freedom regarding uh, creativity and so forth. So I usually sit down with my managers and we, we try to push ourselves regarding um, how far we can take our foods and how far, uh, in terms of, um, sorry, 
in terms of uh, the quality of dishes we yes. put out. Yep. Yes, yes. And I mean, listen, the chicken with your signature sauce. Yes, I asked what was in it. I didn't get told. Um, um, I'm still obsessing over the spinach because I sometimes feel that some restaurants neglect the sides um, and they, they, they don't. Yes, the, 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 the meat or the fish is usually the hero of the dish, but like, don't neglect the sides. And you guys did such a so fantastic true. job. Thank you so much. So, so beautiful. So just in terms of, Victor, the, the, the challenge now that you are, are facing as a business, because not many p- people are able to say, and this is just a, a straight up business angle, not many people are, are able to say, okay, I can see, you know, what has happened to this brand and I, I have this passion of wanting to build it up again, you know, but also then say, I might not even break even at the moment. I might not even be getting paid myself. And especially in the food space, you sometimes need to physically be at certain places all the time. How are you yourself going to manage all of that? And what for you will be the measure of success? I think most importantly, uh, I I think with any franchise, the measure of success is the opening of new stores. Uh, And uh, that is kind of what we are working on. And the only way I can do that is to create a really vibrant brand and add and unlock a lot of value to potential franchisees. So how have we done that? Apart from rebooting it, making it vibrant, putting some good aggressive marketing, which we'll talk about it just now, um, hopefully, and uh, is is to unlock several uh, uh, potential competitive edges for your for your potential franchisees, and I think we've done a lot of that by what's actually coming and what's in the pipeline. Um, we are looking at uh, importing and, and getting into uh, fresh seafood. So when you come to our restaurants, it's not ref- you, you don't have these uh, this refrigerated fish that you've, you've, you've you, th- that you a lot of. There's a problem at the moment with with fresh fish mm. in the marketplace. So that's what we're trying to get is eventually have fresh fish. So you'll literally be able to pick it out on ice and have it cooked for you. That's kind of the the, the game plan. Uh, but apart, uh, and, and apart, uh, and as well as um, centralized uh, buying and procurement, that then affords each friends, franchisee the 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 ability to make a little bit more money. Um, you know, by uh, by having a little bit of a, a stronger purchasing arm, uh, allowing them to make a little bit more margin uh, on 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 the restaurants that they have. But it's also the the extras that we've added, like the lounge. The lounge is a different income stream that Anadega never had before, mm. and that is where you can have events, uh, where you can have re- not only just events but a, a, a great meeting place mm. to connect with your friends and listen to some music and sip on some world-class cocktails you really need to taste taste our world, uh, our cocktails i'm coming <laughs> awesome. i'm coming to awesome. for you. <laughs> and, 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 and that's exactly it in terms of us being able to unlock that kind of value so when someone joins the franchise we literally give you a to z support even from a human resources point of view mm. because we belong to a bigger group and that's been our blessing is that we can then plug into the other expertise that the group has and then filter that through into the restaurant. So as a franchisee, you literally get keys to, to your restaurant and we take care of the training, the, the hiring of staff. Mm. Uh, we're also partnering with um, 
what's a training institute that's going to potentially be called the Adaga Academy, where mm. we're actually going to start educating and training people in hospitality and food so that they potentially come into our franchise stores and other stores as really trained mm. um, operators. Um, so that's, those, that's the kind of value we're looking at, at, at adding uh, to, to the brand. David, if you had to recommend three things that people must try off of the menu because you've eaten everything. Yes. What would you say the three things that people must try? For me personally, I'll go for the millionaire's platter. So there's two millionaire's platter, the seafood and the meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meat consists of uh, two, uh, 800 gram tomahawks. Wow. You've got a picanha steak. I'd prefer medium rare. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other meat options on uh, meat millionaire's. And on the seafood millionaires, we got baby lobster, some langoustines, king prawns, um, lionfishes of the day. It depends what catch we have. And yeah, and for for other two, for the other two, I would recommend the seafood um, seafood platter, as well as the familiar platter. Those are our great sellers. People love it a lot. Uh, they enjoy it a lot. So yeah. And your guys' portions are not small. Like, can we just address that <laughs> massive problem, which are the big portions? But you have to explain to me, um, why is it, Victor, that Gateway Mall, KZN, has a special menu? Uh, uh, are we not special or what's <laughs> happening? Um, no, it's very important to note that uh, Gateway is an halal store. Okay, right. yes. Okay. And that's important to know that we also need to play within what is important for the community. Mm. So we can't neglect and have this cookie-cutter outlook, uh, even though that's important from back of house from a, from a consistency of food point of view. But some, specifically regional stores, will have a little bit of a tweaked menu to cater for the local tastes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that it it really like I'm I'm so looking forward to see how the the brand is going to grow and develop. How many stores are you do you currently have at the moment? So currently there's 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 two, but Norwood is launching in August, um, and that we're looking forward to. The space that is being created in Norwood is beyond gorgeous. It is probably the most beautiful store I've seen in a long time. Is it close to Grant? It's very close to Grant. Okay, because I was like, Norwood, you know, that Grant Avenue has always been sort of the hub of going to eat and and dine and that kind of thing. So it is. It's just off Grant. One of the roads just off Grant. And then we're in negotiations with another two stores that I can't divulge right now, but in very, very popular destinations around Joburg, but more in the north. All right, all right. All right. We are so looking forward to that. From your side, David, final thoughts that you want the listeners to know um, about the amazing food that you prepare. What are your thoughts about the food um, that you can just share with the listeners about, you know, just your final thoughts? My final thoughts? Yes. Oh, um, we serve very amazing seafood. Uh, it's primarily a Portuguese or a... Um, a Mozambican restaurant, so yes. it'd be it'd be pleasant to to enjoy the food. The yes. culture is very different. It's very it doesn't differ so much from the South African culture, but there's a lot to offer, uh, especially on the seafood and uh, and the uh, and the fish. But yeah, I uh, hope you guys come and you you enjoy. Victor, I'm definitely coming to awesome. Bedford View, but awesome. you know why I'm coming. 
tell me, please. The cocktail. The cocktail. <laughs> but also, I can't drink on an empty stomach. So, like, can we resolve these uh, 100%. issues? 100%. <laughs> I will make sure that you looked off. Final words to all of our listeners. Okay. Um, we've got a, a great uh, event on tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is the uh, BMW uh, link up. Mm-hmm. And we've actually partnered with uh, uh, BMW Brotherhood, uh, which is actually a wonderful uh, group of people that own, they're BMW owners, but they give a lot of, uh, a lot back to the consumer uh, uh, community. So yes. they raise funds and give back to the community. So everybody that brings a BMW car keys will get a free BMW Breezer cocktail tomorrow. I, and we're I, having I, a DJ. I, 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 so. I'm a beamer. I'm a beamer. Okay, that sounds absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for coming through to the both of you, uh, Chef David Mufadi, as well as owner, new owner of Adega, Victor Grasso.